Welcome to Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. That was, those were some crash test dummies, right Mike? What was that song called? That was called Here I Stand Before Me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, who, uh, could you relay a message to um, uh, Johnny over in the uh, master control area? Yeah. Uh, to bump up our bed music. He's on it. Thank you. Welcome to Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. Before Crash Stummies, we heard Get Out by Churches. Mike. Yes. I don't know if you noticed this. Yeah. But we have two very special guests here in the studio tonight. Here? Yeah, right here. Oh. Anna Teeter and Aaron Denton. Anna Powell Teeter. Welcome Aaron to the Lowell show. Denton. Oh, wait, wait. Coming in. Try it now. Test. Hey. Anna Powell Lowell, Teeter Lowell, and Lowell. Aaron Lowell Denton. Hi, guys. Hello. Thanks am so I, much for being here. Am I coming through? I can't hear myself. Oh, I hear headphones. you. I hear you. Do you okay. need more volume? No, I'm, I'm fine. This okay. I, I prefer it this way, actually. Okay, good. <laughs> Someone Hi I guys. saw, uh, I don't remember if it was on Twitter or someone in my real life said this week uh, that they're, they're excited, they want some, they're, they're anticipating someone inventing an app or some kind of software that will play your voice to you the way it sounds to other people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Interesting. I thought it was a really funny notion. Uh, it, it's different than like a recording? They, yeah, they were asking for something impossible, oh. but... You know how oh, when you hear your voice recorded, it sounds weird to you? Yeah. I always think I sound nasally. Oh. I think that's what a lot of people think. What do you think? I think my voice sounds higher when I hear it back, but I think maybe I just have a high voice. I was just listening to myself on that thing we were editing with Zach, and I sound like a dumb Muppet. <laughs> 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 I was just saying dumb stuff, and it sounded like a like Beaker or something. <laughs> He doesn't even say words. <laughs> well, I'm getting my mouth confused, I guess. Uh, you guys. Yes? Anna and I have, um, how would you say, how would you say our names are? Salop. They, they sound, they have the They're same. phonetically. Is it phonetically? Phonetically. And the syllables. Identical. Oh. Anna Powell oh, Teeter. Yeah. Aaron Lowell Denton. Wow, with yeah. With double L. And then you so. I was hoping you'd say my full name. I actually kind of sound like Jared forgot my last name <laughs> for like a second. <laughs> like he was like, Aaron, what is his last name? There are all those names. Oh, you've had like 10 names. I've over had your, a couple names. 10, yeah. 10 professional names yeah. over you. Yeah. At first, you just went as just Aaron. I'm going like as Madonna yeah, for a while. I, and just the last week, I changed my name to Rich Aaron. Oh, okay. <laughs> which is super cool. That's pretty mm. good. Do you know? So we were talking about Rich Brian. That's why Aaron said that. I've never heard uh, of. This I've been listening person. to Rich Brian. I'm a fan now. I think. What is it like? Um, it's 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 hip hop music, essentially, but it's it's kind of funny, uh, okay. but but not not. I don't think too intentionally. Not li- oh, okay. Um, he's sort of like. I don't know. It just has a good vibe. Some of the songs sound really cool too. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know who produced. Some of the tracks, but I was really impressed how it sounded, and just the vibe of it is kind of 
you can tell he doesn't take himself too seriously, but then also super seriously. <laughs> right. There's some narrative tracks, which I really <laughs> like with, with like hip hop stuff. Oh yeah. Or like songs that tell like stories, you know, uh, the stories are very immature and like <laughs> kind of gross, but, uh, I like them. I like it a lot. Rich Brian. Check it out. Rich Brian. Should we play a track on the show or can we? I don't think we can. Okay. I don't think we can. I don't okay. think there's a track on there. That <laughs> it's is. not rough. Yeah. Rough around. I mean, I could try to beep it like <laughs> manually, but I just listened to the record for the first time today. Okay. I listened to it twice though. So uh-huh. uh, I don't know. Maybe, Maybe I can shot. find a clean version. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Rich He's, Brian clean. Rich Brian. Yeah. Does Aaron seem too loud? In my Ooh, headphones, yikes. Aaron is too loud. I don't. I can't hear myself in mine. Oh, which I'm just going one ear off. We have a new studio like. engineer this week, so that's why things might be a little off. It's all good. Is we, that better for you? We, we haven't been able yeah. to keep one longer than one week, and it's a show that airs every two weeks. So <laughs> what does that guy <laughs> say? Tell you, Johnny. I met him when he came in. Yeah, he's nice. Seems nice. Yeah, Johnny. Ringo that's seemed nice too, though. Not that you know. Ringo yeah. was a nice guy. Speaking wasn't, of wasn't Ringo, Quincy Jones so says that yeah, Ringo yeah. was a nice guy. That's why I said that, yeah. You're just about to discuss... There's that, that article from last month. Hi, guys. I love it. I couldn't believe it. When it was so entertaining. And what I was going to say was the thing I like about it is that... Well, do you want to explain... Yeah, we should set about? up what it is. So, I saw... Is, are there, is there more than one? Yes. Because yes. I he's, saw... He's doing the rounds. Okay, because he's got a book coming out. He's got uh, a lot of things coming out. Oh, right. really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I think the one I read was maybe from the New York Times. There's a Vulture and a GQ. Okay, those so are the, those are the juicy. I've only ones. seen okay, the Vulture. Okay, then maybe I've only seen the Vulture one. Okay, uh, because I saw some quotes that were attributed to the GQ one that I didn't recognize. So I must have read the Vulture one. But my God, we so got to get him. We got to get him on this Jones, show. Who's 85 years old? <laughs> Which uh, is like you should do an interview. <laughs> like press junk is 85. Like. I mean that's awesome. Yeah, I love it. I, it's very candid. That's the whole. That's why it's making so many waves. It's super candid, and uh, he's bopping all over the place. He's just bouncing off the walls, hopping from subject to subject, releasing these little nuggets of uh, controversial, perhaps truths or not. Yeah, it's <laughs> totally. hard to say, and. Then he just moves on to the next thing that is of no consequence. He'll hop from something that is like groundbreaking news to just uh, something like his favorite food or something. It's very or how funny. much he likes the new Ed Sheeran record, right? <laughs> uh, well, but what I liked about it though is that he doesn't. He, it's not like he's he's digging and he's like, "Hey, check it out! I know this." Yeah, they ask him, yeah, and then he's just very as casually is just like this insane thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, really? And he's like, yeah, totally. And then just the next, like, he's not being, he's not just saying things to say them. Yeah, like, he's not like he's being, being shocking. He's very yeah. off the cuff. Oh, man. I, I mean, I I don't even know which one is my favorite, but I think it's the Ivanka Trump one. Where he's oh just God. like, yeah, I did. And he's like, wrong dad, though. Wrong father. <laughs> I love that. Uh, they're all the whole, good. The whole thing with the moon landing being Oh, faked, my gosh. Like, the Kennedy assassination? Yeah. I didn't see the moon landing stuff. Well, what you saw, exactly, exactly. <laughs> what did he say about the moon landing? Was that in the Vulture one? I just made that up. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> the, the, the Kennedy assassination thing is, is yeah. great. Yeah, that I one was. Because uh, didn't they ask him what something you wish you didn't know? Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then he says it. He proceeds to lay it out, yeah. and then be like, "We shouldn't be talking." We can't about talk about this. Which <laughs> makes me think maybe he was like toying with them. But uh, 
And the Michael Jackson one with the with, with, trying to run down Prince. Yeah. Malcolm X. The Malcolm X one was insane. Oh, yeah. Dealing drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's how we got it. Yeah. Seems like they people should be interviewing 85-year-olds more because yeah. they, they'll just like, yeah. they don't, they don't <laughs> care. Let it all hang and out. They'll just, yeah. Like, yeah. If you're going to make me go promote this thing the age 85. Well, the real repeatable thing was the uh, Marlon Brando stuff, which was getting talked about. I don't think I know that. Oh, he was saying, in you know, he was friendly with Marlon Brando back back then, and uh, that he would sleep with anything. He would sleep with a mailbox. Oh, <laughs> and then he goes, oh yeah, he slept with everybody. And then he goes, James Baldwin, Richard Pryor, and he named someone else. Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. And then the interviewer's like, wait, what? <laughs> You're saying Marlon Brando slept with Richard Pryor? And he's like, yeah, man. <laughs> That's the best part. It's like every section is just like, wait, really? And he's like, yeah. but then, But then TMZ, after this was published, TMZ called Richard Pryor's widow and said, uh, hey, Quincy Jones says that Richard Pryor slept with Marlon Brando. Is that true? And she's like, Oh yeah! <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, I didn't catch any of this. Yeah, she's like, oh yeah, it was the seventies. Everyone was on drugs. You could sleep with a radiator and just send it flowers in the morning. <laughs> That's what he, she said. <laughs> Crazy. These people are, are yeah. Great. I I loved it. Yeah. Oh I yeah, yeah. It. There was something about it that felt very refreshing. Yeah. At being a news cycle uh, thing, where it's just like. Here's someone just saying things. Someone who knows things, like yeah, yeah. And whether Authority. whether whether half that stuff is true or not doesn't matter. It's someone who has been uh, involved in intense, heavy pop culture for yeah. fifty years or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Just saying things like they he thinks that they are common knowledge too. Right. Like, yeah. So. Oh, everybody knows that. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Well, what else happened this week? Well, who cares? <laughs> I think it's just that Quincy Jones yeah. piece. That was a month ago now, though. Oh, I have a story to tell you guys. And Jared is involved. And oh, these are my favorite. He's probably been on the edge of his seat since Super Bowl Sunday. I don't know what the date is today that this is airing, but uh, so happened? it's March fifth. Look at your calendar, dumb. Oh dumb. yeah, March fifth. I see. Yeah. So Super Bowl oh, what? Sunday. What do you got? Nothing. Okay. Just. <coughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday. It, uh, things are winding down around here. I didn't watch the big game or anything. Uh, I'm in the dining room in my house using the computer. It's like 11.30, 11.45. What? <laughs> when you said using computer, it just reminded me of the phrase using the toilet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's Great like, radio, Jared. <laughs> 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 it's just like, oh, I had to use the, I had to use the computer. It's like, uh, I, had, I don't I know had why I, I don't know why I said that out loud just now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're just using the computer. Yeah. I'll be out in five minutes. I'm using the computer. <laughs> and I get an accent suddenly. Was that me? It's a tall city. It's a, it's a tall city in the accent. <laughs> okay, good. Anyway, using the computer. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> it's Super Bowl Sunday. I'm using the computer. <sighs> And uh, it's, you know, like 11.45 or something. So I get up and start getting ready for bed. I just go through the house, turn off the lights that were still on. I walk into the living room to turn the lights off. We have a big picture window in our living room and uh, the front door's right there. Do you guys have front doors in your living rooms? 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not to brag, but yeah. I wondered if that was a normal thing. No, we don't. Yeah, yours is kind of off to the side a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I noticed the shine of headlights coming through the front door. Oh, yeah. And a uh, little concerned about it just because I don't know what's going on. But also, we live on a busy street and people turn around in our driveway all the time. So, I look out the window and see there's a pickup truck in the driveway. And just as I look out, he's backing out of the driveway and then drives to the west. <coughs> so, it's like I said, people turn around in our driveway all the time. It wasn't that suspicious. Um, except it had just snowed. And I noticed that the tire tracks that came into our driveway were really close to my wife's car. Just a weird... And... and the way he backed out, he or she backed out, was weird enough that um, those tracks made me just feel strange. Something was up. So I put on my shoes and coat and went outside, and the tracks in the snow come right up to Jess's car. And there's two little scrapes on her back bumper. Oh, Like, no. just two, like, four or five inch black scrapes. Mm. No dent or anything, but just two marks, like a scuff mark, you know? I'm like, this is weird. Something is weird. Hit here. and run. Well, I thought there is this snow on the ground. Maybe they were coming from the gas station or something. I don't know. And they slid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they must have slid into the driveway, bumped the car, not noticed the scuff, and then just tried to bail before anyone saw them. And probably saw me standing in the window. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, well, they're gone. There's nothing I can do about it. But it left me feeling pretty strange. Sure. So I also noticed that the tracks didn't come from uh, two things about the tracks. They didn't come from the lane closest to our house. They came from like the middle of the road. So it went from like the middle of this four or five lane highway straight into my driveway up to my wife's car. (laughs) It's just just strange. It's just a weird thing. Uh, And also the person who they, they were headed west, pulled into the driveway, backed out and then continued west. They didn't turn around. They continued going the same direction that they were already going. Yeah. So then I'm just feeling real weird about this. Right. This is kind of making a murderer type situation right now. You're taking down a report. That's right. (laughs) Yes. So. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So I did the natural thing. You know, it's about midnight by now. So I'm like, well, there's only one thing I can do. So I take out my phone and I called Jared. Right? Sure. <laughs> you got a fraudge in that situation. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Jared, talk me off the ledge here. This isn't as weird as it seems, right? First of all, you say, Jared, I need to ask you some advice on something. Oh, I, boy. I, I thought That's a heavy thing to say. At midnight, yeah. I, I was like, yeah, sorry about uh, that. <laughs> he's leaving his family forever. Yeah. At midnight. Time is Never come. to return. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he wants to make sure that I think <laughs> it's a good okay idea. It. Yeah. So yeah, totally, man. Go. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> so I give Jared that whole rundown that I just gave you. Right. And I'm standing out there in the cold like, what's going on? I don't know. This is weird. He drove away kind of slowly. Um, so I'm like, do you think I should call the sheriff at midnight? It's not like they're going to catch the person. But this has just left me feeling a little strange. But it seems crazy to call the police about this yeah even though there is some damage to the car it was just like it's not that much like it's barely anything it'll probably buff right out but um jared and i come to the conclusion yeah don't call the cops you'll just have to wait up all night waiting for the cops to get there tell them that you don't know anything at all (laughs) this has just happened 
and then go to bed stay up too late but so we come to that decision on the phone and then while I'm on the phone with Jared across the street in the liquor store parking lot a sheriff's deputy drives by very slowly with all of his lights turned off in a black car so oh, I forgot about it. I don't yeah. know if I realized that no there was no uh, no headlights no lights on top no interior lights just black and I see him drive by and I'm like oh Jared there's a policeman driving by right now they're looking for someone. They're definitely looking for someone. Because uh, he was right across the street. So I said, I'm going to try to flag him down. So I'm still on the phone with Jared when he eventually, he went through that parking lot, got on the street, and came back around. Looking and for someone on foot. Huh? Look, looking for someone on foot is what you're saying. I just thought that they were looking for someone. Okay. I'm on the edge of my seat right now. I'm loving this. So he comes around, and I'm standing at the end of my driveway on the phone with Jared. Uh kind of half-heartedly waving because there's a cop driving by I think he's looking for someone and I second like I have second <laughs> thoughts I'm like oh maybe I shouldn't do it this way totally uh, so I just it's let like him go you, by it's like if you wave him down but you don't do it all the way it looks like yeah and they're looking for someone I'm out I'm out <laughs> with yeah. black hoodie on over my head with a phone you know so I was like uh, I should just call them so I hang up with Jared and I call the sheriff's department and the dispatcher answers and I'm like hey this is not an emergency So I hope this is the right number. She goes, yeah, you're okay. Um, I said, I just had a very strange uh, incident happen in my driveway. That's no, you know, everything's fine, but it was weird. And then I saw a deputy out here driving around. So I explained to her what happened. I said, a vehicle pulled into the driveway, has dinged my wife's car, and then they took off. And she goes, oh, was it a red truck? The dispatcher said that. Was it a red truck? And I said, oh, I said it was a pickup, but I didn't get the color because I was just taking the headlights in the face. So I only saw the silhouette. Uh, but it was definitely a pickup truck. She goes, we just got another call right before you called uh, on your street uh, from someone, I think she said either at the gas station or in the church parking lot, that uh, reported a possible drunk driver who was driving with their head resting on the steering wheel. Oh, no. Yeah. Gosh. So I said, okay, well, definitely the same person. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. She goes, do you want to? She goes. Do you want me to send someone out to talk to you? And I was like, ah, everything's fine here. There is a little damage to the car. If there's someone around, because actually, after I saw the first uh, sheriff go by, I saw a second one go uh, north south on the other street. So I was like, if they're out and about, send somebody over. She goes, yeah. She goes, they'll probably want to talk to you anyway. So I'll send someone over. So in about ten minutes, a deputy pulled up in the driveway and was like, yeah, because uh, he knew what was going on with me. Uh, and he's like, yeah, we're looking for this possible drunk driver out here. Probably the same person. And then so he took a bunch of photos, took my information, and uh, gave me a hit-and-run report so I can file an insurance claim if I want to for the for the scratches. But uh, he was asking me, he was like, did they definitely go to the west? I said, yeah, they left this driveway and headed west. He goes, okay. Uh, he goes, you didn't get a plate or anything? I was like, no, I don't have any valuable information. He goes, well, at least you know that because we didn't know where to start looking. So he's like, we're going to head down there and find him. So he just took off. And that's the last I know wow. of what happened. Yeah. So it was got, crazy. You got lucky. Yeah. yeah. Look, yeah. The car could have been. The car could have been really damaged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing you didn't listen to me. Or me. Like, I was just like, yeah. I was with you. I needed you to either tell me, right. no, you're wrong, or do what you're thinking about doing. Right. So, but, I mean, it all was fine. But yeah. It's been, I had to wake Jess up because the officer was like, can you give me the registration for the car that got hit? I said, yeah, no problem. I went in and Jess's keys weren't hanging on the uh, 
on the on the key hook. You're like a drug driver is no. I went in. I'm I'm in all my winter gear because by the time the cop came, I had time to like suit up. So I'm in. I'm head to toe in like my warm clothes, and I go in. Last she saw me, I was like in my PJs, you know. (laughs) And I go in. It's after midnight. For a weird reason, she's sleeping in my son's bed, and he's sleeping in my bed. So she's in this baby bed. She's also she's also very pregnant. Eight and a half months pregnant. <laughs> so I go in and I just gently wake her up. I'm like, "Hey, where are your keys?" And her eyes get humongous. She's like, "What is wrong?" I said, "Everything's fine. Just tell me where the keys are." And she goes, uh, "I'll just get them." So she got out of bed and came. And then I told her everything that happened after I talked to the cop. But uh, yeah, it was a weird night. Man, uh, pretty strange. That is yeah. strange. But everything's fine. I don't know what came. I don't know if they found the person. Because the officer was asking me, like, well, did they turn one way or the other? It's like, I don't know. I only know that they went down the street in front of the house. But We went somewhere uh, on Super Bowl Sunday. And I, that's a dangerous day to yeah, go out. It is. People driving crazy stressed out, kind of, you know. It was weird. I forgot that it was Super Bowl Sunday. Did you watch the game? No. No. We went grocery shopping. Oh, nice. Yeah, we went grocery shopping that night, mm-hmm. and there was no one at the grocery store. It was <laughs> awesome, and there was nothing at the grocery store. Either. Oh yeah, I bet. that's when we bought the pomelo. Oh yeah, we should talk about the pomelo. Yeah, is that what it is pomelo? A pomelo. Pomelo. How, how long has that fruit pomelo. been around? Is it a new fruit? New fruit. The pomelo. Is it a new world fruit? I actually <laughs> don't know anything we... about it. I saw it and I thought it was funny looking, <laughs> so we bought one and we were gonna eat it. We didn't get around to it. We saw it. So we brought it here. So we all had a little bit of pomelo, which I think is a cousin of a grapefruit. It's like a grapefruit lemon, it seems like. Oh. It tastes like. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. I don't think I'd eat it again, but it was interesting. It's so large that I can't imagine eating one by myself. Like yeah. you have to bring it to a party. <laughs> it's a party fruit. Yeah. <laughs> pomelo party. Yeah. Uh, it kind of had a crack down the side of it And one of you, I don't remember who said it Aaron said it was a butt fruit uh-huh. And so my son took a big sniff of it And said, it smells like a butt <laughs> Yeah, that was great <laughs> That was just right off the top of his head too like, <laughs> Immediately said that <laughs> Yeah, that was good uh, I liked it I thought it, it was very grapefruity But a it, tad more bitter It was more bitter, which mm-hmm. I don't like Grapefruit's right on the edge I'll eat one, but I don't love it this was a little too bitter for me, but I could no. see why someone would like it if you're into that. Yeah. I would also like a drink with a pomelo oh, flavor. Yeah. You know, a little bit of a bitter drink. Mm-hmm. Like Maybe a cocktail? A vodka. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. That'd be good. What's the bathroom uh, break policy like on this show? Can oh, I go? Anything well, goes. You, you, you need to use the toilet? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, I need to use the toilet. <laughs> Uh, you know, using the computer is this, is is now that you you said something, it does sound weird to me. Thanks. I don't say it like that anymore. You know, I, you I, just say like not that you said anything oh, wrong, I know, I know, I know. but it was just like I get why. Actually, I don't think I would say that. I think I'd just be like, I'm on the computer. Using the computer kind of feels <laughs> anachronistic a little bit. All right. Well, <laughs> it's time for our bathroom song. Do you have a tune to play? Yeah. Okay, we're going to uh, take a short I need, break. Johnny, can you bump up the reverb on my microphone, please? Thanks, Johnny. Amy Grant with 1974 on Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. 
Welcome back to Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. We have Aaron, Powell, Denton, and Anna, Lowell, T- uh, never mind. Aaron. Was that a joke you were attempting? I was or? trying to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Johnny, can you bump up our bed music? I'll tell him to. Yeah. Oh, wait, hang on. He'll Aaron get, Lowell Denton and Thank Anna Powell Teeter are joining Thank us here today. Thanks. Thanks for being here. Thanks. My pleasure. Anna, tell us about what you do. You're a photographer, videographer, other things. Yeah. Uh, what have you been working on lately? Oh, lately. Um, I just got a new studio, so that's kind of been a uh, main thing going on. You named it today. I named it today. Oh, it's really this is exclusive. Can yeah. you reveal it? Name reveal. Gen- yes, it's been conf- confirmed by one other person. Um, Me. <laughs> its name is The Studio. Not bad. You know what I mean? The, the studio. studio. Yeah, so um, it's actually the <laughs> former Yulesing space oh, on yeah. West Kirkwood. Oh, okay, yeah. No, it's and so... Um, now it's the studio, um, but myself and one other photographer, Ben Rains, who's oh yeah, okay. a very talented large format film photographer in town, um, we now share that space with Sam. Cool. And we kind of just cleared out everything that was in there, so it's kind of just a big empty studio, and it's great, and I love it, and cool. it's been really fun getting it all set up, and I'm now booking shoots in there, so I have four shoots in there next week so it's the month of january was a very relaxing slow month which i loved and a lot of preparing f- that space and just kind of getting ready for my year and everything like that but what about great. what was february and early march like for you <laughs> <laughs> february. it was a little bit more busy <laughs> you know, february's definitely been busier <laughs> as we were talking about on our last show uh-huh uh, in mid-February, uh, the West Side Kmart is now closed, uh-huh. and that photo center in there is oh, now gone. Oh, the mill. So there's a real need s- for a photo center. Uh, I sit uh, in a, a, a place to come do your portraits. I had to have uh, bop it. What was it called? Catchphrase. I had to have <laughs> catchphrase, and Anna was out to take town. to his parents' house for Christmas. Oh, sure. What else are you gonna do at Christmas? Exactly. Bring Dr. Pepper. Exactly. I was like, well, you gotta find something. We actually didn't use it. Didn't need it. Oh. But she went to the Kmart to get it. And you didn't even use it after she... On, like, December 23rd, I went to Kmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was Was there anybody even there on December 23rd? Well, there was a sale. all of Bloomington. (laughs) I was like, let's get rid of Kmart. Oh. Oh, Has it been going out of business for a while? Yeah. Forever. I'm surprised you say that because... Okay, so here's the thing. I mean, it was just like, you know, like... I had no idea. It was... They've had that sales sign on... (laughs) Like so I went to the years. I I went to the Kmart on a whim last Saturday because I needed a couple things. Uh, I normally go to a Target right. for that, but I was like, I'm gonna go to Kmart because you never know how long Kmart's gonna be around. I like going to Kmart uh, every once in a while, and I go and it's store closing sale. I had no idea. So oh, I've seen the sign hanging on the building for a while, I but seen the sign. only in the last like maybe. Uh, week and a half have I noticed they have guys now out front with those like that are like dancing with the oh. cardboard signs uh, you know? which spells 
the true end. Totally. They still have a lot of people. stuff there for well, having... Well, so uh, when I was there right before Christmas, they had buy one, get one free on everything in the store. Whoa, Whoa. really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, also, wasn't the like place leaking or something? <laughs> We're talking about the West, side, had, the, like, the West Side Kmart, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Didn't you say they had like... Is this not true? I don't know. It smelled interesting. Uh, in okay, it smelled <laughs> right. And I they thought have they had buckets up or something. I remember no, they have a little Caesars inside. Yeah. Oh. Um, it's, it's still the, in operation. The lines were just forever long. The little Caesars is staying open. Yeah, what if the little Caesars <laughs> stayed open and the whole place was like dining area? <laughs> it's dark in the <laughs> and it's like lanterns at the front. And you're like, grab a lantern and find your way back to the little Caesars. Pizza, pizza. Uh, oh, that would be funny. You that. can just hear that reverb be up, and then just pizza, pizza. Wait, try it again. Pizza, pizza. Hello? That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> so everything. How long was it? Buy one, get one free. I don't I know. I feel like they have. They still had a lot of stuff in that store. I feel like. Jared, if you want to go now, it's more. We can do kinda, the show without you. <laughs> we kind of. No, it's, yeah. it's it's two a.m. right now. So, oh uh, yeah, that'd be weird. I think it's gonna be closed. and yeah, and it's it's um definitely closed by now. Well, so yeah. we <laughs> decided, Aaron decided we needed to bring catchphrase to Christmas, <laughs> sure. and so I was like, well, if we order on Amazon Prime, how quickly will it be here? It wouldn't be there. Oh, so time. it's your fault it's going out of business. Well, so <laughs> no, we then I called oh, yeah, Kmart. Right, I think I called Target first, maybe, and they didn't have it. And we called Kmart, and he was like, yes, and it's on sale for like $8 Do you want or 10 something. Of them? Yeah. <laughs> it was like way cheaper than ordering it. Um, so then I went there, and there was this huge sign that just buy one, get one free, everything in the store. And I was just like tunnel vision, get in and get out. And I was like, there's going to be some catch to the buy one, get one free. So I'm not even going to bother, bother with it. Like, I'm going to have to sign up for something right. or like give them all my information. So it's just like, I just grab it and get in line. And then the line was like 20 people long. <laughs> so it didn't, it wasn't quick. Did they did it give you a hard time for not getting two of them? When it was time to pay, she was like, "Are you sure you know about this deal?" And I was just like, "Yeah, You're I just, a huge I just mistake need one. Here. I, was <laughs> like, I don't need two catchphrases in my life." That is pretty wild. But uh, it's like, uh, I mean, what if you bought something? Like I'm tires? sure, I'm sure there's you know? like a, a limit on yeah. the amount, like anything like under fifty dollars. Giant dragon blow up things they have at uh, Menards. That would be great. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I bought a tote. The totes were 15% off is all. Okay. Not it was, not, one, it was not buy one, get one when you were there. It was uh. like, so that would have been 50% off. This was only 15% off. Yeah. The Twizzlers nibs were only like 15% off. <laughs> What's so funny? Nibs. That's the second time on this show you talked the about last, nibs. last two weeks ago on the show we were talking about uh, the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually true. Okay, we're going to this really yeah. reusing topics. Keeps coming up. Oh, we got to move on. Um, <laughs> hey, how do you guys feel about pretzels? Oh I no, like no, no, no! We okay, last last two weeks ago, Mike. Uh, we did forty-five minutes of pretzels on the last show, and I'm not kidding. I didn't catch that one. <laughs> I like them. I love them, especially Softer when they're or hard covered pretzels. with white oh. chocolate. Yeah. Have you had Tell City pretzels? No. We gotta get Anna on Tell I've City. I've never, pretzels. I've never had these. They sound too hard to eat. 
There's a disclaimer on the bag that says... We've been over this in the last show. <laughs> bite at your own risk. Whoa. <laughs> They're the crunchiest food I've ever had in my life, Whoa. and I love it. Crunchy. I you love it. Try it. It's hard to Dangerous hear. Like, I don't know if Mike knows what the word crunchy means. I think he means hard. Hard... It's like hard to eat. Like it's like a that's what he like was asking me. Gumball? I, a crunch. No, I wouldn't say that. If it's you not, like, if you bite into a okay a, a pretzel rod, yeah, uh, I would say potato chips are crunchier than a pretzel rod. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. <laughs> Candy is a good example. Yeah. When you eat an everlasting gobstopper, or let's say you're, you got a dum dum, you know you have to really chomp into a dum dum. Mm. It is not like that. It's not close to that. Okay. It's more toward crunch. And mm-hmm. it is just very, very crunchy. I wish... Is Rural King open right now? We should go get a bag during the break. It's 2 a.m. Everything <laughs> is closed. <laughs> anyway, you can get them at Rural King, and they're very good. And if you like pretzels... I do. you got to try Tell City Pretzels. Okay. They're made here in Indiana. In Tell yeah. City, Indiana. Nice. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. So... What? Go ahead. I was just going to ask Anna what kind of... So was I. ...shoots you're doing in the studio. Me too. Oh, um... Mainly, I've been doing portrait shoots. Oh, okay. Which is my favorite thing to do. Um, photographing people, whether it's someone who just needs um, kind of an updated portrait of themselves or being featured in some magazine. Or um, I'm working with Michelle Gottschlick right now on her story for the Limestone Post. Cool. Where she interviewed five different people. Um, and it's going to be published in their first print publication for the Bicentennial. So I'm taking portraits of all five of them for her piece. Um, so it's really nice to just have a space. Whereas many people have been over to our house in our reorganized living room, including I've yourself. Done that, yeah. Yep, to get their <laughs> portrait taken. Um, so it's just really nice to have kind of a more accessible space right downtown where everything's all set up. Yeah. It's a little more professional. Sure. And, um, yeah, so that's mainly what I've been doing. I've also recently been doing a lot of like product shoots. Um, so that's really nice to have the space where I can just leave all my lights and stuff set up if I don't finish right away or need it to be a longer shoot than I have time for at the moment. Um, I have a feeling Mike's going to ask you to take some pictures of his pretzel bags. I was not. I might put you in touch with Tell City Pretzels. Perfect. If they need it. some new, their photos on their website oh, could use an update. It would be a cool project if you approach Tell City and maybe <laughs> ask them to make, like, so you do a portrait of someone just like plain face, uh-huh. boring ass. Per- no expression. Bleep. You can say that word uh, on the radio. Okay. You said as, boring as, boring uh, as what? Boring as, boring as, as pie. Boring person. Normal. <laughs> uh, so the first is like boring plain face. And then the second is right after they got that crunch. Right after they crunch. Oh, that's and like, not bad. I don't know what happened. Their teeth like are bleeding. <laughs> yeah. 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 Chip teeth. Yeah. So you got you, Ben, Sam, what's Sam doing in there? Um, Sam is doing a whole bunch of different things. Um, so when we moved in there, Yulzing had announced that it was kind of shutting down and transitioning. Um, so he's kind of just using it as a space to kind of finish up the Yulzing business and then have it be a space for whatever's next for him. All right. Workspace. Yeah. Aaron, speaking of workspaces, you make you're a creative type as well. Yeah, I'm a creative. You got <laughs> that right. A, you're a creative. Hey, this should I think be a cliffhanger? Because we're about out of it. We have to take a break very soon. Oh. So I think we should say, if you want to know what Aaron's been up to, keep listening. Stick to around this show. after the break. Uh, yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, we'll save that. So for we'll the come next. back with Aaron. Aye. After the break. 
Right. Uh, do you want to play some music or do you want me to play some music yeah. to lead us to the break? Got some music. You're ready for it? Yeah. Um, here's Janet Jackson with Dream Street. Booking requests with Jared and Mike and Anna and Aaron. Speaking of Aaron, that was his rock combo spissy. Song called Afternoon from a split seven inch with State Park. State I like that Park. song, Aaron. If you want one of those seven inches, just let me know, man. There's <laughs> many in my basement. I've got one. <clears throat> Good. <laughs> Before that, we heard Janet's theme. I noticed Jared didn't say that he had one. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, uh, he has these. plenty of seven inches of mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah those mm. are available too. <laughs> totally. Um that was Janet's theme before that by Seals and Crofts from the soundtrack to the 1977 basketball themed film One on One. Starring Robbie Benson, former uh, IU professor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Team Teen Heart Throb. Mm. Uh, before that, <coughs> you played a song called Oh Maker by Jim, Janelle. <laughs> Janelle. I got a face and a voice for radio. Yeah. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Janelle Monet <laughs> from the Arch Android. Arch Android. Yeah, I don't know which it is, technically. Oh, brother. And then before that, we heard Janet Jackson with the song Dream Street. I like that tune. Yeah. You guys down with JT getting that Super Bowl halftime show and not Janet? No, not at all. No also way. not Johnny, down. can you bump up the bed music? Oh, my gosh. Sorry, I had to yell at our engineer. Also, did you did you see it? I did not see it, no. <sighs> I watched it. Snooze fest. Really? Totally boring. No theme or like... I always oh, sounded very bad too. Oh, it sounded like his voice was way too quiet. You couldn't really hear him, so it was just kind of like, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, like way in the background. Yeah. It was funny. <laughs> and then he just—it was a big stage, just kind of like 
ran around the stage. Not great. I did see a thing that said he did uh, 11 songs in 13 minutes. Or he touched on 11 yeah, songs in 13 minutes. Yeah, in a Prince song. Yeah. Crazy. He did tribute in there, too. Man. Yeah, it was pretty wild. The songs were completely, like, re-recorded. Yeah, yeah. To be... They had these, More like... More like a medley. Yeah, but they also had these, like, like karate kind of sounds. Like, you know, like the... Wow! Yeah. Like, those were in there all the time. Wow. Choreographed with, like, punches and stuff. It was very Weird. funny. Yeah, uh, I that that not that I don't know if controversy is the right word, but that that dust up about you know uh, Janet Appreciation Day, that whole thing that was kind of uh, going around on social media, that got me to read about Nipplegate again, which I hadn't done in a long time. I hadn't really thought about it in a long time, and uh, what I read is that people still don't know exactly what happened. Now, what does that you, mean? Like, did, like in the actual, like, what was the wardrobe malfunction? Or what was supposed was, to happen? Was there a wardrobe malfunction? Or Ooh. did it go off exactly as it was supposed to go off? As in what it was supposed to happen that way? As if, yeah, as in that he sings the line, I'm going to have you naked by the end of this song, then reaches up and tears a part of her shirt off. Oh, he didn't sing that line either. He didn't? In the performance, he... he very awkwardly ended that song right before that one. Oh, I thought he did sing it. No, he didn't. Or oh. he like left out one of those lines or something. Oh, like interesting. Okay. Yeah, and it was it was. I didn't know that. Lame. Uh, but her nipple is covered. Whoa. She's wearing like a pasty thing. It's like a star-shaped thing. Yeah. What's it? so? So why is it such a big deal? Mm. Wait. I mean, why is it a big deal? Period. But. Why is it as big a deal as it is if she's still covered? You know? Sure. And was it planned between the two of them? Was it their idea or a producer's idea? Yeah, why would you have the little thing on? Exactly. Did the Super Bowl know about it? Who knew? Who didn't know? All this stuff is still a mystery. No one has gotten to the bottom of it, which is fascinating to me because it was a huge deal. Yeah. And it, yeah, it, it, it was very detrimental to her career. Totally, big time. Yeah, and still, like, yeah. he got invited back. Totally. It's weird. And she's, not that she's on a blacklist, but it's like, you don't hear about Janet Jackson. No, you anymore. don't. In a, in a way that's suspicious. Yeah. You know? And just him in general, it's just kind of like, why why bring him back? Why not get someone? Yeah, There's so totally. many pop stars totally. that are on the prime of their game. He's kind of on the tail end yeah. making bad records and stuff. Should have had Rich Brain on there. <laughs> rich Brain. Oh, Rich Brian. I'd love to see Rich. Now that would be a pretty boring halftime show, I think. Funny, but boring. He'd just be out there, I, just sitting in a chair or something. I saw a wardrobe malfunction on the internet today. What was it? Was it Donald Trump's hair flapping no, in the wind? No, someone on Facebook posted this nineteen equipment from a nineteen eighties uh, Ric Flair match, where he has Nikita Koloff up in the air for a suplex. And you can see the you can see the guy from the back, and you can tell the referees making this face like, "Oh no, the guy's uh, singlet," you know, whoop, flips over, and uh, everything f- you know falls out. Uh, and so he lands for the suplex, suplex on the ground, and you and he's all hanging out there. So the referee just goes up and really just as discreetly as he can, just flips the uh, singlet, you know, back over uh, his uh, privates, 
and they go on with the match. The referee does that for Yeah, him. the referee does it. <laughs> weird. And he just lays there and doesn't move anything. Like, he just, like, he had to. Admit, yeah, it was weird. Do you think that's in the in the interview when you're being, uh, when you're trying out, to, you've just applied to be a wrestling referee, and you go through all the stuff, so you need to know all the names of these holds, you need to know how long these guys need to be pinned, and, you know, if they touch the rope, they're out of the, they're out of the hold, and they can tag out and all this stuff. Yeah, it's like... And also, before we let you <laughs> wait, go... Wait, no, he's, like, halfway out the door. <laughs> yeah. He's like, thanks for the interview. It was great. And he's like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, and one more thing. Sometimes, uh... Big fat wrestlers might have their nuts pop out of their clothing, and you may have to reach up and uh, tuck them back in. I'm talking about the nature boy <laughs> himself here. Yeah. I'll send you a link later if you guys want to Please. see Please, yeah, I'm, I'm dying to see it. Yeah, when I'm uh, when I'm uh, using my computer later, I'll <laughs> take a look at it. Yes. Richard Linklater. <laughs> um, Before the break. Aaron, what? Whoa. That's a collision. Just before the break, we left you with a cliffhanger. We were about to find out what Aaron's been up to. Yeah. What, <laughs> yeah. The, what, the heck, what the heck do you do? Lie, I'm guys. sure you're dying to know. And now is our chance to find out. Ad, what have you been up to? Um, I've been working a lot. I just started uh, this year. I started doing freelance design work full time. I was doing it part time for a while. Mm-hmm. Now I'm full time. So I'm doing uh, just different, a lot of like LP layouts and posters, website things. Yeah. I saw one this week that I think, it's hard to say, might be my favorite one that I've seen of the more public stuff that you've done. What's that one? I think it was the new call and response poster. Oh, yeah. With the math on it. Yeah, yeah. Looked great. Thanks. That was a weird one. I, you know how there's some fonts... That are just numbers and symbols. Yes. Like, like wingdings. Yes. Uh-huh. I was just going through, and that is call and response in one of those weird fonts. Oh, funny. Uh, the ribbon looked great, too. Yeah, the, it was the, cool. The, it was the dimension, right. like the, the, the focal length of the ribbon looked really good. Yeah. That, that call and response thing is fun because uh, Ben has never, ever been like, could you try something else? Yeah. So I know I can do whatever I want. Yeah, that's cool. So I, I try to like learn new things and, and implement them on those. He's kind of a test. Yeah, that's cool. Know. Guinea pig. So yeah, that's con- like kind of consuming my time. How's it, that feeling? You're, you're, you're a manager now. Yeah. How's that? A little anxiety provoking sure. at times just because I'm like, am I doing things right? But trying to stay on top of uh, organizing and being vigilant about things made made uh official invoices <laughs> yeah nice <laughs> felt good nice. um do you give yourself uh set hours <laughs> a day when you like to work on stuff or just whenever you feel like it well or do you like yeah it's kind of whenever i feel like it but i uh, the days that i'm at home in my home office are pretty similar I usually get to work a little later but it's kind of a free-for-all after yeah. that it's whatever Cause it, it's weird doing work like that because, almost always, all the jobs are just like, do whatever you want. Like, we just want something, you know. So you kind of there's an element of like, I have to get this done, and then also an element of like, at any time I can be like, I'm not feeling inspired, <laughs> you know. So you gotta kind of <laughs> like, play that card, uh, you know, only 
so often, I guess. But it's cool. It's good. It's cool to have to do work, you know, and get stuff done. Hey, if, if someone's out there listening, they're working the late shift in their factory, the pretzel factory right now. Mm-hmm. When they get home, how do they find you on the net? Uh, I think the only place is my Instagram, which is yeah. the handle's Aaron Lowell. L-O-W-E-L-L. Yeah, yeah. It's my middle name, for those of you who don't know. And how is the self-managing process for you? Are you guys, do you have similarities in your style or are, are you do you take different approaches? I try to be as as much like Anna as possible. <laughs> That's how I know <laughs> if I'm doing something similar to how she's doing. I'm like, okay, I'm doing it correctly. Yeah, W W A D. See, it's good. What would Anna do? Aaron yeah. didn't. Oh, I see. I see. I thought you were doing saying the web. like. That's what I was like. URL? I'm talking about this bracelet. I know, I got it now. To remind you to do what your hero would do. Yeah. Anna Teeter. Anna's been doing it much longer. I I should tell the people at home. Anna's been doing it for many years, and I just started, so. Yeah. um, Well, it's been very nice having Aaron freelance full-time and working from home, because now I have someone to hang out with all day. (laughs) So I really like the transition and the change. Um, we should mention you live together. Yes, we do. Um, what's so your we- what's your website, by the way? We forgot to mention that earlier. It's annapowellteeter.com. Thanks. Um, and so, yeah, I do not give myself set hours, which I feel like some people really thrive on doing that, and some people don't. But I just kind of work when I have a good project going, and when I can't stand to be sitting at a computer, I don't. Um, it's like last night we both worked on stuff until about midnight, but sometimes we both just take the whole day off and it's a Tuesday. And yeah. so you yeah. make brunch and it, hang out. It goes both ways. Cause you, you're like, sometimes you're, you're like, I ought to be working at all times, but mostly for me, it's felt like you can get lost in, in your work and not worry about it. Or you can also just be like, I'm not going to get anything done today. And you know manage it correctly and just you know but it's good i I love it actually and also the biggest thing for me and why i think i love doing it um is because it truly doesn't feel like work which sounds a little cliche and i know that sometimes people say that but when you're always working on your own project and advancing your own personal thing that you've been working on for so long it's just like i'm doing this for myself and this is what i like to do and this is what I want to be doing, and it's such a privilege to work for yourself. So it always feels good to be doing it. Yeah. Has it taken you a while to get to that point? Because I've talked to you in the past about shooting weddings and things. Totally. Which I got the impression you weren't having as much fun doing that. Totally, yeah. And so when I was in school um, and starting my business, I was shooting between 20 and 30 weddings a year. Um, and that's because those are very high-paying jobs that require very little time. Um, so as you're building your brand and building your business and gaining clients, that's totally what you should be doing. And it's not your favorite thing, but at the same time, you're building your business so it still feels good. And so like now, I only take on 10 weddings a year, and that's a cap, and I don't go above that. And the rest of it is supplemented with work that I really love doing. And not that I don't love shooting weddings, just don't love shooting 30 weddings. Yeah, and do you get to be pickier then about totally, the weddings? Totally, yeah. yeah. Um, so... 
taking on weddings that totally fit within my style and where I'm going to do my best work and where the client's going to be the happiest. And, and so only people that you love. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been great. And um, I feel like 2017 was a very good year for me business-wise where I kind of got to a point that I've been working for for a long time. And so now at this year in the new studio space, um, it's fun to see it grow and fun to see your work pay off. And it's been great. Bloomington yeah. is like been the best city to start and grow a business and like the whole community here and everyone refers you and hires you and it's yeah. such an amazing supportive group and community to be a part of that's cool that uh to hear you say that about bloomington because i feel like that is true i feel that just creatively in bloomington like there's a lot of uh sharing to be done and supportive people but i feel like uh the people who end up leaving bloomington uh, don't tap into that version of it, which I think is always a little sad. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I would say that's probably the number one question I get asked when people ask me what I do, and I tell them I'm a photographer and I run my own business. And they're like, oh, and you get enough work doing that. And it's like, yeah, I have so much work. And it's just like this, which is amazing and feels so good. But yeah, the city it is small, but I mean... It's so supportive and everyone needs photos in one capacity or another. Yeah. So you just kind of get passed around and it's really nice. Do you feel like uh, my weird perspective is far from the actual work that you're doing? I just see things on the internet and I uh, know you. So I know a little bit about what you're up to. Do you feel like, and Aaron, you might have something to say about this too. Do you feel like freelancing, at least in Bloomington, uh, professionally has there's, there's been a fostering of like, a, maybe not a support system, but at least uh, it's become possible for more people to do it recently in the last, I don't know, five years or so uh, than maybe it was before. Yeah, I think so. I mean, of course, there's mm. so many factors going into that, but yeah, and it depends on what you do and who you are and all that. But Yeah, totally. I mean, I don't think I could do it like a few years ago, even like even if I was at the stage I am, just because I don't know, I just be able to like just show things on the internet and get work from around the world is valuable. Yeah, you that's know, like, a that's a know. maybe a difference between what you guys are doing is that a lot of your work probably doesn't come from Bloomington. Absolutely, definitely, yeah, hardly any of it. Yeah, mm. and that's been a really huge thing. Like he has clients all over the country and even the world, where as I'm working for people in Indiana yeah. and sometimes I get jobs from people outside of that who are asking me to do just do my thing here um, but that's not quite as often some of it's kind of funny is that people assume that I live in New York and will even go as oh. far as like being like taking that to like hey I'm in New York this week it's like I've never told you that I live in New York like, funny I live, I why live do you think there. that is I think just being like a creative person, I do a lot of sh posters for mm -hmm. New York shows and stuff, but like, I just, I don't know. I just think people assume it because it's, you know, it's a maybe hub. work with music, with bands and stuff, but mm -hmm. that happens all the time. It's That's like, so hey, if you want to meet up, get a drink, I'm in New York. It's like, I'm in Indiana. <laughs> I live in Indiana. It's like, what's Indiana? <laughs> do you ever feel uh, a push or a pull to leave Bloomington? Um, no, I don't, I don't think about it. No, I mean, I 
feel very like full and satisfied yeah. here. I'm really busy and pretty much everything is pretty ideal. Right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's that question that was sounding like pompous. But, oh no, no. Uh, no, I don't really think about it. I, mean, I like those places, but um, and I love like traveling, visiting places, and playing music. You know, but no, nah, I mean we got a really good spot and so many people here that I feel like I depend on <laughs> it'd yeah. be hard to move away that's how I felt for a really long time like uh, especially playing music and things uh, yeah. it's always like uh, I've known I've had good friends who had bands in New York which is I love New York very much uh, and they have to struggle just to have a, a little band going <laughs> and it's like they have to rent practice space and borrow equipment and lug and their equipment on the see, subway. Yeah, and, and I could I could see how that that helps people though. Sure, like, it I like could pushes see where you it's into like, yeah. I'm paying five hundred dollars to rent this like tiny little space. Like if we don't use it, that is foolish. Yeah. You know, and like it gets you there and it gets you in a spot where you can do it. I don't think I need that. Same here. Like personally, yeah. I just I'm not that kind of person. Um, Personally, I'm not that kind of person. It's a horrible thing. <laughs> uh, but I could, I could, I, I think that's kind of the draw is, is like manufacturing struggle a little bit yeah, is sure. like something that I think people, at least within like artistic or creative communities, maybe fetishize a little bit. But yeah, I, I think I felt a lot of pressure to leave Bloomington when I graduated. Um, but then when it actually, like, I always just thought I'd leave Indiana. I grew up in Indiana, so yeah. I was just like, I'll leave Indiana after I finish school. And then that day came, and I was like, I don't want to leave. And I, it felt like this anxiety in me. It's like, I don't want to leave Bloomington. It's like, I don't have to leave Bloomington. <laughs> like, everyone I loved was right here, and I built my business in college. I wasn't doing it full time, but I had kind of worked out a bunch of the kinks and gained a lot of clients while I was in school to help pay for school and... Um, so I was just like, okay, I'll just stay here till it doesn't feel right anymore. And the, I feel like the number one question small business owners get and like freelance creatives get is like about work-life balance. Mm -hmm. And that seems to be something that everyone's so curious about and like that you have to be intentional about. But I feel like living here, I don't have to be intentional about yeah. it. It's just built in because it's such an easy place to live and such a comfortable place to live an affordable place to live supportive and so it's just it's kind of built into it all together where you don't really have to think about am i working too much or not is you don't have to work too much yeah 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 and like for me there's something to like not <laughs> to like being where you're at and building it not like traveling around searching for something yeah. else like looking for something that you can step into that already exists but that's right but yeah. but forming it for yeah. yourself yeah. and your community sure yeah. yeah in the space to just find exactly what you want to be doing and tap into that here yeah it's true yeah. i always uh kind of when i'm talking to people about bloomington i i say this in the best way i feel like there's a bit of a year-round summer camp vibe to bloomington that i really love actually yeah where uh yesterday uh, Jared and I were texting uh, in addition to you guys some other friends of ours about coming on the show trying to schedule time Jared texted a friend of ours I was at Hopscotch uh, having coffee 
which is owned by a friend who's been on our shows and involved with the, our creative stuff. She comes in the door as Jared's texting her, and I start talking to her about the radio show. She's working on her stuff. I was working on something else, and it just felt like this, like, uh, I don't know, this weird incubator in, in, a, in a super fun way to me. But, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I love it here. Me yeah. too. And I love how easy it is to just be involved in projects that you absolutely want to be involved yeah. in. Yeah. Because all your friends are doing really cool stuff. And it's like you uh, were able to, you know, quit your your day job to do this. Whereas if you were living in Brooklyn or something, it might have been a harder, Dude. like rent, you know, just rent alone, you know? Absolutely. I still, I was actually just saying this today, like slowing down and being like, I'm doing, I'm actually doing, like, it's weird to think about. I'm so I feel so busy and I'm happy for that but like to, to think about doing it and like that's insane that I can do that but I can do it because I live here I think um yeah it's great yeah I think we did it we did it yeah <laughs> we fit the nail in Bloomington yeah <laughs> also another thing though it's like doing the thing I do it you get to talk to a bunch of people who are, have way different lives than you do and a lot of them are young people who are doing the same thing we're like we're in the same worlds that I am in, but just in their cities, and hearing them talk about things, yeah, uh, makes me feel very grateful. I'm not. Uh, I feel like it's it's always just kind of like ah, I don't actually know what you're going through, but I can. Yeah. I guess I can relate. It's sympathize, you know? yeah. but not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a funny thing. Yeah, I kind of to what you were saying, Anna. I feel I've been in Bloomington now for. Uh, 16-ish years and in that whole time I've never felt like there was uh, intense or unhealthy competition going on between people it feels like everyone is at least interested in what you've got going on if you reciprocate and you can really yeah totally yeah find a cool feedback loop of like you were saying support Mm -hmm. it's cool it's Mm -hmm. a great thing what a wonderful town. What a nice it's like town. a fairy tale living here. No, there are no problems. <laughs> Nothing ever goes wrong here. It's wonderful. That's right, baby. Yeah. Everybody stay out. It's cool that, you know, also, I remember back in like the beginning of February feeling like <laughs> really like cooped up because of winter. Sure. But yeah. now that it's March, uh-huh. it's like the been pretty nice. Are this week. Yeah. Really awesome. nice. March Madness is about to begin. Oh yeah, yeah the madness oh, is about yeah. to they, set they upon got, us. They got the basketball court set up already. It's it's mad. It's coming, baby. I saw a flyer today that uh, Bloomington South High School, Go Panthers, is bringing right. with uh, Ken Nunn mm-hmm. and Subway Jerry a handful of other uh, sponsors <laughs> bringing Bobby Knight. To town oh, wow. to give some kind of hate speech. Know. Yeah, hate <laughs> speech. Yeah, exactly. A hate yeah. speech. I was speech. very surprised to see that. That's a bummer. The, the high school is. is Where does he live now? Good question. I don't know. Texas. Probably Texas. Know. Probably yeah. Texas. Probably. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Ken Nunn's uh, bus rap for a minute. I, oh, the, the one where he's got his oh, hands up. My yeah, name's Ken yeah. Nunn. I've and talked I'm to say. <laughs> Oh, the bus wrap. Sorry. <laughs> I've talked to many people, everyone in this room about this, but I just want to sound it off on the radio. Ken Nunn has a bus traveling around town that has the words, a public bus, Bloomington City bus, that has the words, 
accidental death right <laughs> on the side of it. <laughs> right by his face. Yeah. We should say Ken Nunn is a local you, personal injury lawyer in yeah. town who's got yeah. ads everywhere. Of pictures of his his face from the clearly from the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> he has a building that's just an ad. Yeah. Is that building this? real? That used to Are be my, about that? that used to be our eye doctor's office. Yeah. And oh. The eye doctor moved out. No and one's now in there? Do you think he works in there? No, no. he's it got looks an like office. He's, his office like he, is down the street. It looks like he bought yeah. the building just he's to make it a billboard. Side. Really? That's what it looks like. There's nothing in it. Because I actually I said, said that to him. Yeah, because I was like, we, we were going home, <laughs> and it was like, that. There there's a building off of 37 that looks just like hollow. Like, it's like a giant building, but it doesn't look real. And it's it says Ken Nutton, you know, offices or whatever, and there's never anyone there saying, like, what is what if would be funny if there was actually nothing inside the I building? I think that might be how because it is. Because the sign it's neon, crazy. a bright neon sign on yeah. the left side. So that's just saying point go this there's way. There's a map. The, there's a map. It says on point the, it's an arrow pointing to on the, the west big giant oh. uh, you know, the big law yeah. office. It says Ken Nunn office is this way and there's like a crooked arrow pointing in the direction of his building. Yeah. So, okay, so in you, that neon So like, you think that actually there's nothing inside the I building? I think he just bought or rents that building. To have his sign that on it instead of putting up a that is what I hope. That's the experience. Well, no, but, but you're saying, but that used to be your dentist office. Used to be the eye doctor. So yeah. there is actual construction inside. I'm saying. Oh, it, oh no! I, yeah, the building has been. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. you were telling me this is but like a em- facade. <laughs> no, like no, no. Any, like. Structure. But it's been empty for a while. Yeah. So we think. Oh, that's weird. He's like instead of putting up a billboard, I'll buy this building and make it a neon billboard. It's so obnoxious. That's Those lights weird. are so bright. Yeah. It's always it's, cut yeah. in that checkerboard. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. But yeah, the accidental death public bus <laughs> rolls around Bloomington. It used to. I used to work at the Allery, which is downtown uh, vegetarian cuisine. And there's a there's. It would stop at that light, and it would just. It would be framed by the window of the door, just his face. <laughs> accidental. Like death. huge. Yeah. yeah. One of these days, that bus is gonna run over somebody. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Accidentally, you know, I, uh, we were talking about this earlier. I drove to Texas last couple, uh, last two mo- two months ago. <laughs> One thing I noticed driving, so I drove, especially like the first day, I drove Monday, fourteen hours from uh, Bloomington to West Texas. One thing I noticed was uh, all the bad uh, signage, and like we were talking about a vinyl plotter thing. Like all the signs are just these uh, oh, vinyl. Yeah things that are just i also know this is extra mu- notice this extra much because <laughs> i watched a uh, a documentary about sign painters recently oh uh-huh and they're kind of talking about that like all these old like painted signs whatever last forever but all there's all these like crummy uh, vinyl signs on things but they're like done by people who aren't designers they yeah. just like have a vinyl plotter or something and it's just like the worst yeah everywhere like the whole trip i was like oh all this is bad all these all the signs are bad man so you guys need to make some signs. I'd love to. Anna's already done that. Okay, you've Here. made a sign. Made a I have a billboard. Where? On, on thirty-seven. Oh really? For Upland Brewing Company. Oh cool. Oh, yeah. If you're driving thirty-seven south back into town, it's not far from like the College Walnut exit. It's not the what's the my favorite billboard the lice uh, what is that? Oh, oh yeah, Google us. Lice slayers. Lice lice slayers. Yeah. The Google lice layers. Uh, Google it. <laughs> Pretty good. Speaking of uh, Upland, uh, when I went to Texas on a trip, I uh, I brought I 
I went to visit Terry Funk, my favorite wrestler. Wait, wrestling legend? Yes. WWE I, superstar? I brought Terry him. Uh, I went to Lucky's that morning at 7 a.m. and bought a couple four-packs of Upland beer to give to him. Okay. And he was really excited I'll about tell it. the nice. people at Upland tomorrow he was like, he, see if he, we can do a him promotion. And wife, they, him and his wife like loved the uh, <laughs> the labels. They were like, he was like, how do I get some more of this? Before he even tried it. Oh, cool. <laughs> cool. Awesome. I, yeah. I was like, oh, just let me know. Sure yeah. Can use them. yeah I, so, yeah. Uh, tell us about, why is Terry Funk? Oh, like? yeah. So. Can you tell us, can, is this? Yeah. Information that can be made. Can we play a clip from the video? Uh, an audio um, clip? Oh, yeah. So I'll pull it up. Yeah. Well, so, I'll pull it up while you uh, oh, yeah, talk about it. You know what it is. Just that. Just the beginning of that. Uh, so uh, two years ago, I uh, had this idea of doing a uh, spoken word, releasing a spoken word album. Yeah. Of Terry Funk, 73-year-old Terry Funk, my favorite wrestler. He's also an actor. He was in Roadhouse, Over the Top, Friday Night Lights, the movie. Uh, a little bit. I didn't know that. Uh, but yeah, Roadhouse and uh, Over the Top and um, Paradise Alley, Sylvester Stallone movie. Mm. Anyways, uh, and eventually he was like, he would always be like, hey, call me back in a couple months, you know, maybe we can do this, you know. Eventually he was like, yeah, let's do it. So uh, I drove uh, to Amarillo, went to his house. Sure. Hung out for how long was it? I ended up being there like nine hours. Wow! It was the best day of my life. That's amazing. We uh, we wow. get there. I was gonna record him like on a uh, a little um, audio recorder, but then he was like, actually said he wanted to do a video, so I used my iPhone uh, and recorded it. Uh, but I ran out of space. I'd forgotten my charger at the hotel. Turns out he has an iPhone, <laughs> so I borrow his iPhone and do some of the movie. Wow. Uh, on that, so he's sending you files. And then, and no, I so I he gives me his phone after that, and I just airdrop him from his phone to my phone after I delete some stuff from mine. Nice. And as I'm airdropping it, the million dollar man Ted DiBiase calls his phone. <laughs> so really? I, yes. So I'm like, oh, did Mr. you pick up? No, no. I was like, oh, Mr. Funk looks like Mr. DiBiase's calling for you. And, he's and like, you're, oh, yeah, and I you're... better take that call to old Teddy. And so he talk. I give him to him. And he like talks to him for That's a while. amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. Did your my did mind. you just blowing my mind? All yeah, day. that is great. Yeah. Wow. And then we went to Outback Steakhouse. Me and him. And oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> it's their. It's their blowing on you. It's one of their favorite favorite places. Sure. They, the waitress knows their drink order uh, <laughs> by heart. There. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. And I'm, then you, you drove. Should we play a clip? I've got it pulled up here. Should, yeah, go for it. Yeah. So this is Jared Cheek. So we we recorded a uh, a thing which I can't really talk about on the air. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But uh, this thing is a thing on YouTube where yeah. we just he just was showing me the stuff on his walls. But yeah, you can play the beginning part of that. Here it comes. What do we have here? What is this? Oh, it's the Funker. Terry Funk. Terry Funk. What are you doing here? The brain surgeon. Where? What is this place? The windmilling, pile driving, neck breaking, back breaking, bear hugging, wrist locking, knee dropping, toe holding. Son of a son of a gun, meaner than a rattlesnake, tougher than shoe leather, more dangerous than a hollow-eyed scorpion, middle-aged and crazy, crazy like a fox. That's who you're looking at. Am I too old to wrestle? You're damn right. But I'm not too old to go ahead and remember the times that I did wrestle. 
So that's a little clip from Jared's uh, visit <laughs> yeah. to Terry Funk. And then he just shows, uh, talks about all the old memorabilia on his office wall. Yeah, he's a delightful man. It's, it's very, nice it's guy. very moving video. In fact, it's it's very he's, nice. He's, 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 yeah. The quality of his voice is so soothing. Yeah. You know, he's got a kind of a, I don't know, it's very innocent sound. Yeah. But he's, you know, sometimes saying some harsh things. You know? Oh yeah. It's well, it's world weary, but it's not uh, jaded at all. Right. It's very nice. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, you, you so you drove. All the way there in one day. Uh, I stopped an hour away from Amarillo uh, because that's where the low-level free hotel point uh, hotel was uh, in uh, an hour away. I forget the name of the town. Parma, Parfa, Marfa? Not Marfa. Not Marfa. Pampa. It was Pampa. 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 That's where I stayed. Weird. It was like Tampa with a P. Um, that's weird. So I, I ask because yeah. I I once drove from Bloomington to Austin in one day. Oh, how many hours was that? I think it was like I want to say it was fourteen, but it yeah. might have been more. It might have been like sixteen. It might have. Yeah, that's it's it's horrific. South. I've done that Austin to Bloomington rough, though. Yeah. I was not driving, but oh I yeah, that's it. when you got picked up. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was it was like torture kind of. We got to Dallas, and once you get to Dallas, you have like two hours left, but you feel like you're close. But then Texas is yeah. just like the sleepiest, Vast. weirdest. It's kind of scary. Like the gas stations were kind of creepy, and like I saw a very scary cowboy in one one time. <laughs> it was it was weird, and we were so del- like we were so tired. Yeah. Um, and then we got there, and we were staying at this house, and, and we couldn't get in the house, and we had to wake people up at like three in the morning. <coughs> Finally, get in. Everyone is to stay in this one room, and it's like two bands in there, mm. and we were like, we got to wake everyone up, and get- it was horrible. And I um. Opened the door and slammed, the, slammed Jeff Grant's head. Oh, <laughs> he was just sleeping right in front of the morning, just right in his head. And woke him up. It was horrible. Bummer. It yeah. was. Yeah, I can't believe I did that. now, but my drive was delightful. Oh, well, that's good. Man. Except for all the terrible signage. Yeah. Except for the bad signage. Yeah. <laughs> I, I stopped at Culver's twice on the way there. That's my. That's the place I stop at. You're you're a kind of an expert driver. Though. You, you liked it, yeah. Both. You've done a lot of it. I wouldn't say I'm an expert, you, yeah. but I found I found a uh, rental for nineteen dollars a day with unlimited miles. You're the and my hotels were free, so it's dang. a cheap trip. Dang, dang, cheap trip. Extreme that coupon. Should be my. Uh, and you would pay money to get the Terry Funk tour. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Um. Yes. Oh, I was driving through Oklahoma going into Texas as the sun was setting. Mm-hmm. I put on the Friday Night Lights soundtrack. <laughs> it was beautiful. Explosions nice. in the sky? Is that where that yeah. takes place? Is that in Oklahoma? Uh, Texas. No, oh, but, Texas. I, but I pretended, I've never I pretended I was already in Texas. You know, you should. I watched an episode and a half This was the movie soundtrack. Did you watch it because of the comparison? Because everyone thinks you're exactly like the coach? No, but I have heard that before. No, I... You look like him. It's your doppelganger. He's good looking though, right? Yeah. All right, I'll take it. You know, it's more of it's more his quality of character that oh. is attractive. Good. Yeah. Good. I'll take it all. What's his name? Dean Kane. <laughs> 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 no, I forget his name. Yeah, I do too. Um what is his name? I watched it with Jared because he was real into it a few years ago. The I TV went show. over and watched an episode and a half with him and I was just like, This is not made for me. Well, you got to, with any show, you got to give it at least seven or eight episodes. 
<laughs> you have to give it four Distinctive. and a half hours of your life. I, yeah. just, <laughs> I just started watching this show um, two episodes in, and, uh-huh. and I really like it. Oh, uh, I'm only okay, my cool. seat. What could it possibly be? <laughs> you may have heard of it. Uh, I even cried during the second episode. Wow! Can I guess what it, it is? It really got me. Let's yeah. all take a guess. It's okay. a show. It's, it's a show. It's been on a while, but I just started. I just watched it for the first time oh, okay. this week. I've okay. seen the first two episodes, but I'm hooked. I think I'm going to go through mm-hmm. all ten episodes, ten seasons. Okay. Ten seasons. What's a show that I haven't seen till last week? I got it. Yes. Impractical Jokers. <laughs> no. I got it. Is it Gilmore Girls? No. No. Oh. Friends. No. Is it's called The West it Wing. It's about the oh. White House yes. of our country. We, we just stopped watching it. <laughs> we just did that whole thing. Yeah. Never seen it. We, we just watched, we just finished season four. Uh, do you want to watch the first two episodes and we can get our cycles synced up? And I'm on the good place right now. I watched an episode of that last night, actually. But I skipped ahead to like the middle of season two. That's uh, a bad idea. And it didn't really make too much sense. What's that? I, uh, what it's a sitcom that's a very inventive and fun. It's I just it, finished season it's one. It's part of the Cheers Averse, right? Hard to say. Oh, okay. really? No, it's Ted Danson, but I don't think he's... It's He's not playing Sam Malone. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, the premise is very good. The premise you find out in the first episode, um, Kristen Bell is in it. Oh, so oh, I just got that. Sam Malone. Sign he's alone. Up. Yeah, he's alone. I never got that till just now. That's what uh, they were doing. She has died and gone to... That's how... This is how the, open, this is how the episode opens. She's died... You learn that because Ted Danson tells her. And she's in the good place. Uh, and I don't know how much you want me to tell you. but Because oh. if that's all you know and going in, then there's surprises even in the first episode. Interesting. But, yeah. But it's very funny and it's a really inventive premise for a show. Never seen anything quite like it. All the characters are really great. Like I said, I am just, just finished season one and there was a giant reveal at the end. So i got to figure out how I'm going to watch season two. Hmm. Our uh, phones are lighting up. People are wanting to hear a song or two. Oh, sure. You got something ready to play? All right. Next up, we have... Uh, Johnny, can you put some reverb on my voice, please? What? What was that for? Fleetwood Mac with Sky's the Limit. It's unspoken requests with Jared and Mike. It's almost 3 a.m. What are you doing right now? You still at that factory job? 
breaking those pretzels into tiny pieces to send them off to Rural King. Just lying in bed, looking at the ceiling, watching those glow-in-the-dark stars just glowing. What did you just say, Aaron? Uh, I think the moment's gonna pass. I was gonna make a joke about. Did you? Your switch is off. I think the moment's passed, but I was gonna make a joke about how if you're if you're working at that factory, you should start uh, doing factory work freelance. (laughs) Artisanal pretzels. (laughs) Just do it at home. I think it's not a bad idea. I bought the machine and I just do it at home. Send them in. Have you had the pretzels at uh, back? Pretzel, <laughs> Why back do you keep oh. talking about pretzels, man? <laughs> uh, last t- last episode, we decided to change the format of the show to all <laughs> pretzel, pretzel talk. Yeah, yeah. it's pretzel cast. Um, I, I have you had the soft pretzels at Rainbow Bakery? No, no, I've been waiting mm. to try them. That sounds like I, the I last thing that I would want at Rainbow Bakery, and I, that's saying something because I, I like soft pretzels, but. Why is it the last thing because you want there? Because they have there? maple bacon donuts there. <laughs> <sighs> Veggie bacon. Oh yeah. I'm you know, just saying. You know that's bacon. that's I've, that's a, as a plus. That 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 was all I knew about. Um, yeah, vegan bacon. That was the only maple bacon donut I knew I knew of, and I've had them there, and they're they're great. For that for, was for, very for you were very donut. dismissive about that just now, but we'll let that. <laughs> they're great go. for what they are. But then, oh my god! <laughs> no, I've, I've, Jared I doesn't like say, cake donuts. I, yeah, we exactly. should say that. He hates That's cake yeah, yeah. I love the fine folks at Rainbow Bakery. They're doing a great job. I just don't really like cake donuts all that much. But then last week, <laughs> it's crazy. Or actually, this was two months ago by now. <laughs> <laughs> I was at Lucky's Market and I got a maple bacon donut there. What? And it was uh, made with uh, um, oh. actual bacon and actual maple. <laughs> And cream and frosting, and it was, I'd say better. Oh. And it went because it was on a yeast donut, also, which is my okay. preferred so, donut. Just for the record, Jared wants you to go <laughs> to your local chain r- grocery store. <laughs> local chain, yeah. Uh, <laughs> still local. No, um, don't do that. Go to the local place, even if you don't. I work right um, next. You don't, don't like, like the way what it's selling. <laughs> I work right next to Rainbow, and it's, I love it. I never I, eat there, and now I. I like yeah, their hob, hob, hobnob hobnob cookies. Hobnob cookies. You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, they're like the little thin ones with the chocolate. Uh, I like the kind of oatmeal-y. Oh, okay. There's like nuts on them. Um, I love their medium Pepsis. <laughs> That's an old <laughs> Phil Elverum joke. <laughs> There's two people like talking about McDonald's, and one of them is like, mm, "I just love their medium Pepsis here." <laughs> I don't know. It tickled me so much. <laughs> mm. Sundays hey. they have the cinnamon rolls. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, those are really good too. I haven't been in there in a while actually. They got our s- pasties. Nope. Never mind. They don't anymore. Oh, oh. Next stop. We're out of time. We've guys. reached the end of the show. Oh, Anna, Aaron, thanks for being here. Yeah, this, this is a ton of fun. Thanks for having us. Go to Aaron's Instagram account. Instagram.com slash Aaron. Aaron L O W E L L. Two A's in Aaron, two L's in Lowell. That's right. Three, actually. And yes, <laughs> but not in a row. <laughs> Anna Powell Teeter.com. A, two N's in Anna, two L's, two L's in Powell. Powell, two E's in Teeter. Two E's in Teeter. Two T's in Teeter. Yeah. Three E's in Teeter. Hey, actually. <laughs> Go to my Twitter and follow me on Twitter where I actually have my own. My handle is Aaron Denton. Oh. Straight up. Nice. I got my own handle. 
That's great. Uh, hey, it's recording. I failed. Here. I failed to get Mike Adams. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. yeah. Um, can you go ahead and bump the music up as we oh. as we fade out here, as we drift off sure. into the night? Bump it. Thanks for sticking uh, with I'm us. Gonna need some, uh, I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need some reverb here. Uh, I needed to uh, bump down the bed music there, Jared. Thanks. Now listen. Wherever you're driving off to tonight, think about this. Well, who's going to drive you home tonight? That's what I'm trying to say. Who's going to drive you home tonight? Is it someone you want to drive? Is this someone you want to have driving you home? You don't have to drive home with him if you don't want to. I'm saying all this on the instrumental version of the cars. Oh, yeah. Unspun. 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 Unspun.